going to have to bump the shifter up to gotcha. the gears. Gotcha. All right, here we go. Well, you know, this is what we do, man. We just get a little pre-funk before we get into it, but now we're into it. Welcome to Gears in the Rear, brought to you by GMP, Thorn City Syndicate. We are Thorn City Syndicate Management. Let me make sure I get that correct. And shout out to my boy Omar and them at Gresham Collisions. As we get started, man, check us out. Here's another one. Today's show is brought to you, Transmissions. Y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Mel P. Check it out. It's the podcast, Gears in the Rear. It's where we're going to touch on the muscle cars. We're going to touch on the exotic cars. We're going to touch on the foreign cars. We're going to touch on the true expensive cars and how to make your car look expensive on a dime. We right back at it. We right back at it. Today's guest is my man, Doug. Also known as, see, I was going to say Dougie Fresh because we got a lot of that going on. He said he's Trucker Doug. Truck Doug. Truck Doug. Did you yeah. catch that? Truck Doug. <laughs> he's always on the go. I got that before I was really into cars. What? Yeah, I played defensive end in high school until I caught the name Truck Doug. Ooh. <laughs> DN football? You was hitting folks? Well, man, that's not the only thing I was good at because I didn't have no hands. Uh-oh, truck sticks. <laughs> so we, we on the controls and you was... Wow, you know, I know a little something about that, man. Well, man, thank you. Welcome to Gears in the Rear, man. It's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. A lot of folks, you know, do all a lot of talking, and, you know, they just don't know what they know. So one of the things I wanted to do was bring some people that know some stuff. And right today is about transmissions. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to be bored. We ain't going to be with you too long. But we got to know, man. Some people say that the motor, the engine, is the brain. And the transmission is the heart, but some people say the transmission is the brain and the motor is the heart. So I had to squash some of that up and figure out by bringing in the transmission guy. Fair enough. Thank you for having me. First of all, I'm I'm so stoked to be here. That's what's and, up, man. and to be a part of this. Man, way to take the challenge, man. So many people get nervous and scared to come up here, man. And all we're doing is talking about what we love, yeah. man. We talked about cars, yeah. man. And, and who knows more about the trannies than the transmission, man. You know what I mean? I, I get out there, man, and I'm shifting wrong or I'm getting stuck in this and that or I'm trying to power brake and burn rubber and do something, not knowing I'm tearing up my transmission, right? Some of us getting that. And then take it from me who just now learned how to drive a stick, <laughs> So what does that tell you? I learned from the wrong person. I'm just now learning how to drive a stick. I, I have stick cars, and I prefer driving my automatic. Whoa, ding, 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 ding. We've yeah. heard it here first. Uh, we've heard it here first. I like to This have is a- the first guest who has gotten on here and said he likes to drive automatic. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, way to be my guy, man. I knew somebody was with me, man. I knew somebody was with me. Give that man a round of applause, man. Give that man a round of applause. Sheesh. Come on, man. Talk to me. Tell me why you like to deal with the trans- with the uh, automatic instead of the stick. So an automatic, the shifts are precise. They're always going to be on time, especially when you're racing. Okay. You can command it to make the shift. Right at the right RPM, right at the right mile per hour for the horsepower curb of your transmission. Ooh, knowledge. Another nugget. That's another nugget. Of your motors. Ooh, another nugget. We dropping jewels over here on Gears in the Rear, man. Only on this podcast you're going to get some stuff you didn't really know about. 
Talk to me, Doug. So I got a question for you. I got everybody gets this first question. Who gave you the bug for cars? My dad. I think that's probably a lot of people are in a similar boat, uh, you know, family member, uncle. I, they were all into it. We didn't have a whole bunch of money, but we were always, if not messing with stuff out of necessity, it's also a great hobby if you're not on uh, the up and up. Okay, so if you didn't have dough, some of us went out and played hopscotch. Some of us went out and played tag. Some of us just ran around the neighborhood. Some of us learned how to pick up a wrench and do a little something with a car. Right, exactly that. That makes perfect sense, man. So in this time, Pops, Uncle, family showed you how to turn a wrench. You got to play with a couple of things here and there growing up. You know, how, how many cars have you been through, or, or, or what was your favorite car what would you what would you put up in that range between high school and now? Wow, I've had a bunch of cars. Okay, so, talk uh, to me. So my first car was a '78 Cutlass G body. Cutlass, we coming at y'all this yeah. summer. We got 13 Cutlasses hitting Oregon streets this summer. Who's next? And uh, so th- I fell in love with Oldsmobiles in particular, and oh. G bodies as well. So okay. after that, I I had some '60s A body. Oldsmobiles, I had a 64, 442. They had like every motor Oldsmobile Ooh. made. I had a 330, 350, Talk to 43. Me. Talk to me. Eventually ended up with a 455. Talk to me. It was great. It was a great car. I sunk so much money into it. And eventually it was just a Frankenstein thing. And I had to take a break. So I passed okay. it on to a family member who still has it. Oh, so, so my confession is I have a 1972 Fastback. 455 big block. Ooh, baby. That's what I'm running. That's Love what I'm, and I'm running up against all them LS boys this summer. Yeah. So. Well, you got a lot of torque on them. Ooh, wee. You heard that? I got a lot of torque, man. Meet me at the light and I'm burning them. Yeah. 455 is a torque monster. Talk to me. Yeah. See, so I will be off camera. We'll be having another conversation. <laughs> yeah. So your Oldsmobile, which is beautiful. Um, talk to me about Chevelles. Anything you like in the Chevelle game? Yeah, so uh, my buddy has a 66 Chevelle, and I really think that era, 66, 67, 68, is kind of like the best looking. Um, And then after that, they started getting good again, 71, 72. For some reason, the 69 Chevelle just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Oh, The styling on it is just like... Okay, so we don't like the body. We don't like the body, but we respect the Chevelle game, the Chevy game. Yep. So talk to me in those builds. You've had all the engines. Talk to me about the transmissions. Mostly turbo 400s. Mostly uh, turbo 400s. Talk to me. To me, that's the, the granddaddy of transmissions that can handle power. They were originally built uh, by GM Hydromatic Division to go behind trucks. Ooh. And when they started getting into the horsepower wars in the late 60s and early 70s, they were like, we got to we gotta have a transmission that can handle 500 foot-pounds in, in a pretty lightweight car. And so they, they just moved it right over. Pretty much no modifications internally. Talk to me. Yeah. And you'll love this. The 4L80E, four-speed uh, overdrive automatic, it's just another iteration of the TH four hundred. So it's the evolution. It's yeah. it's the it's the it's the new brother to right. what came out 
which is, excuse me, why some would say it's bulletproof. Right. Exactly. They call it the bulletproof tranny. It's it's so mechanically and physically robust, and it's got its lineage from the TH-400. They put the TH-400 in school buses. They put the TH-400 in dump trucks. Talk to me. Talk your, come on, Doug. Talk your truck, Doug. Talk your shit on this right now, man. <laughs> so many people be thinking they know, right? And they're telling me that, nah, you can't put this with that, and this don't go with that. And so, you know, and, and like I told y'all, we do stuff on the dime. We're going to come at y'all. We're going to make sure that you get the right information based on the knowledge we bring up here, right? Yep. So if you're talking to a youngster like me who's new in the card game, I'm fresh off the boat trying to figure it out, I got the, the 455, and say I want to re, have you redo the Turbo 400. Would you suggest I go with the Turbo 400 and I can twink and doink and still be on the freeway? Or, you know, what what do you suggest when you come in with some transmissions with a big old motor like that? Turbo 400 is still relevant. People use it in drag racing right now. It's probably the most popular aftermarket <sighs> transmission uh market like hard parts for it like billet inputs stuff that make them live at the power levels that are attainable today because now you can turbocharge a car because of you know yes you can off the shelf fuel injection makes it totally possible i've seen that to get a thousand horsepower which was that was unheard of when I've started in the early nineties. Talk to me. I've heard of that, man. Some say like, so, so I've been digging into it, man. And, and I've been going back and forth between EFI and staying with the 750 Holly carburetor. Um, I just pulled the plug and said, I'm gonna go EFI. They said, if you go EFI with the way that fuel injecting go, and you get that 480 or that turbo 400, they said, man, you can light up some shit. You can tear the streets up. Yeah. It's it's amazing. The drivability of an EF car, EFI car is is way nicer than a than a carbureted car. And with the new EFI systems, it also controls ignition timing. Okay. So you can have a real spicy tune that runs on race gas and get the absolute maximum from your thing. And then you can also drive around on regular gas, pull a little timing out. And the car still runs good. You're not breaking parts. So when we're talking about that, now, when you're talking about taking care of the transmission, I'm seeing a lot of guys run a transmission coolant, and they're running these certain lines to the training. Talk to me a little bit about that. How do we keep it to where we're not tearing shit up? Right. So uh, the fluid inside of a automatic transmission is doing triple duty. It's a coolant. Mm-hmm. It's a lubricant, mm-hmm. and it's also a hydraulic circuit fluid. Okay. So it applies pistons, it cools down gear sets, and it transfers heat a- away from the transmission. So that has to go somewhere gotcha. to a training cooler, uh, usually up front by the radiator where it can get lots of fresh air. Some people have it rear-mounted with a fan that just runs all the time. There's a lot of different ways to skin that cat, but you definitely have to keep your transmission on uh, on the lower side of 200 or so degrees if you're beating on it. Now, if you're beating on it, what about what fluid would you suggest? Is there some good tranny fluid out there that you suggest that you would kind of whip into versus, you know, being that you've done a lot of rebuilds and, you know, what, what would you suggest? So 
I've had the best luck with uh, AC Delco brand Deck 6. Okay. In transmissions like the 4L80E that use the high energy uh, cellulose type frictions. Gotcha. And then for the 400s I build that use uh, graphitic type frictions, very, very, they're very coarse. Gotcha. So they need a little bit thicker fluid. So I use like a Dex 3 or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha, like that. I know that there's a lot of guys that are running tractor hydraulic oil and having really good. Oh, so, little so, secret. We might have been on to a little secret yeah. here. So you see a lot of the guys doing big rim racing. Yes. So I that whole thing is fascinating to me. Talk to me. Because it's a very, it's a traction limited thing. Mm-hmm. The cars are heavy and they're going fast. Yes, so they, they are. And, and in two years, they've gone from running 10s to you have to run mid eights to be competitive. And that's probably about 900 horsepower on a very hard tire. Okay. It doesn't have the sidewall to soak up anything. So that the setup is very hard on okay. transmissions. And so they use this transmission hydraulic oil, which is specially formulated for high temperature, high pressure situations. Uh, one of the bigger aftermarket suppliers, uh, Jake's Performance Converters, recommends it. Wow, tractor, oil. tractor oil. Yeah, that they're recommending the. T- so, so this this is that old school stuff where they tell you you're in the kitchen, right? Yeah. And and you and you're doing this, and they said, "Baby, why didn't you use the bacon grease? Because the <laughs> bacon grease will make this taste a little bit better than this cornstarch you're using over here." You know what I'm saying? So they done found something that's already been out. Yeah. That runs tractors, which is tractors is running at a high degree temperature. Right. If you know anything about a tractor of farmers and how long they are out there exactly just milling and farming, I mean that stuff don't overheat. Yeah. It's gotta go without maintenance and it's gotta go hard for a long time. Mm. You can't have a tractor breakdown in the in the middle of no, you can't. A harvest. No, you can't. You can't do that. Ooh, we we giving you some tips and jewels. We got my man Doug Truck Doug. Now we know where it came from because he was a you know he was an inside linebacker sticking people. So right now we got to go pay some bills. Man, we got to pay homage to my man Aggression Collisions. We'll be back to you in just one second. Collisions, scratches, bodywork, general repairs, car accidents happen. Avoid the headaches with Gresham Collision Center. We'll work directly with your insurance company and get your car up and running like new. Book your appointment today at Gresham Collision Center, 150 Northeast Kelly Avenue in Gresham, Oregon, 97030. Well, we back from paying the bills, man. Shout out to my man Omar and Carlos at Gresham Collisions. This is pretty dope, man. They they get it in. They make sure you get your body work done. They do paint. They do scuffs. They do all that new stuff, man, that new technology. And pretty soon they're going to be having an old school shop where they're doing fresh builds from the ground up. You got to go see my man Omar and Carlos at Gresham Collisions. Man, we back with Doug. You back with GMP Podcast, Thorn City Syndicate Management. This your boy Mel P on Gears in the Rear. Once again, Doug has blessed us with some untold information you got a cheat code here on gears in the rear for your transmission. So you're running that Dex. You can damn near start running that tractor oil when you're out there heating them up and beating them up on this training. So, Doug, let me ask you this. Now I got to be personal because I got a 455. I got everybody trying to sell me everything underneath the sun. 
What do you suggest me moving? I got a 350 trans turbo. I think that's what he told me underneath my joint, man. What would it cost for me to get like a 400 from you? What'd that look like? A 400 that could take 455 torque is probably about 1500 bucks. Cause I would do a billet input and a nice forward drum. And that alone is like 700 bucks where the hard yeah, parts. Yeah. But thankfully TH 400s were made in the many millions. So you can get a core pretty cheap. Yeah. The labor cost from transmission to transmission is roughly the same. Right on. So yeah, it's a very cost-effective way to hold a lot of power. And I can still be out there with my guys. We get to the light, and I can light them up, and I can still be rolling and moving and grooving on the on the freeway and be cool. Yeah, and that's going to kind of depend on your tire size and rear gear ratio. We, we kind of had that conversation off camera. But if you are looking to go to, like, a higher numerical gear ratio in the rear end of your car, that's when you would want to – consider making a switch to the gotcha. overdrive transmission gotcha. to the 4L80E. Gotcha. So right now as it stands, I'm uh I'm still got my power. I'm about about four hundred horse. Um you know what I'm saying I got the I wanna go, I got the true track. So I got the posi. I got the three twenty three gears in because I still want to be able to have the freeway a little bit, but I want to be able to if I get at the red light, he tested me. I want to be able to get on him one time and yep. <laughs> You know, make the ass wiggle a little bit. Sure. That's all. That's all. Just make the ass wiggle. I would say go to the TH400, get a pretty decent converter that really puts when you, when you, the converters are rated with flash speed. Talk to me. And their stall speed. And a lot of people will see like 3000 RPM or 3600 RPM and think that that's the RPM you got to get it to to get it moving at all. And that's not the case. Talk to me. It is the RPM which the torque converter will allow the motor to rev to when you give it full throttle and full load. It's a it's a fluid coupling. So the looser it is, the higher it'll let the engine rev at max throttle before it starts to do that torque oh, conversion. Oh, gotcha. Right. So you can drive around on a high stall converter with limited throttle input and it'll it'll drive like a pussycat. It's no big deal. It'll drive like almost like a new car. Ooh. I drive a four thousand stall and you know, people used to say not to do that. It's go, oh, it's gonna overheat, it's gonna do this, it's gonna do that. Modern converters are not like that. All the all the parts are designed on computers. They work really, really nice. See, talk to me. That's what we need to know in yeah. the game out here. See, yeah. fellas, I told y'all I was going to bring you some knowledge today. Pay heed to what Doug is telling you now. You go get that training. You go get the new parts put into it. Go spend your money correctly. Can't be cheap. Go spend your money the right way. Get it done right the first time, and you don't have to come back. So that's what we do. Doug, give me some more good news, man. Talk to me about, you know, your specialty is the transmission. Talk to me about any one of your builds. What have you built? So uh, right now, I'm mostly building about 1,000 horsepower capable 4L80Es. That's the most popular transmission that I sell. And what it takes to do that is a billet input shaft, um, some oiling modifications to the gear train so it allows more lubrication 
and more oil to come through and, and cool the different parts of the transmission. Yeah. And then just basically tightening up, tightening up the factory uh, clearance specs because they were they were made pretty loose. You know, you're jamming this together in a factory. One guy puts in one part, the other guy puts in the other part. But when you have a a built transmission built by one person, he's really trying to hone in on the ideal numbers. So he's dialing it in. He gets yeah. you. He getting that symmetric right. He getting that gear ratio right. Yep. He's getting that what we call tuning and timing right. of that transmission right. So you you know what I'm saying you you can be the you can be the guy that got all that torque and horse and ain't got and the training ain't gonna go nowhere if it ain't done right or dialed in right. You step on the gas and now you're putt putting. Where you got that other guy who done paid his money, got his stuff done, and now he's burning rubber ass sliding all over the place. Right. And he's not having to, you know, pull that transmission in and out four or five times to get it right. Talk to me. I try I I love I love it when I nail it first try. Okay. It's it's part of the thing. Occasionally they got to come back out. You know, usually it's uh, you got to change converters. Okay. Uh, man, everybody wants to go to a tight converter, and it's not going to let their motor get into its real horsepower range. You know, right at peak horsepower is kind of what you want to target with that stall converter speed. So. You know, first time around, they're like, oh, I need to go really conservative and give me a 2600 stall. And I'm like, man, that's what a bus has in it. Wow. You get yourself a 3600 stall, middle of the road, and they come back and they're like, yeah, this thing is just kind of a dog off the line. Why is that? And I'm like, well, let's jam this 3600 in there. And everybody's happy after that. See, now if you listen the first time, <laughs> apparently y'all not paying attention. And then we've been on here for a little bit. He's blessed us with some knowledge. He's talked to you about some. Let's, let's just recap. He talked to you about some different coolant that you can switch out to. He gave you a jewel there. He talked about how the, the Turbo 400 is a pretty still strong, hefty transmission that was put in a lot of different uh, vehicles to get you around town, and they can hold up through the test of time. He told you that the 480E is the, is the, is the, is the older brother now. Is the new and improved modern version of that T400. So you're getting what you want. They're damn near calling it bulletproof. But you can make modifications to it to where you're not spending $2,000 on a tranny. You can get everything you need for about $1,500, have it all dialed in the right way you want, man. And you got to go see my man Doug for it, man. Doug, tell them where they can find you at, man. Give them the name of your business and what you do. Uh, Little Victory Fabco is the name of my business. And uh, I have a YouTube channel called Little Victory Fabco, and that'll have all my email and phone number contacts, and uh, we can just start dialoguing on what you're trying to do, what your budget is, and, you know, do you need to build now for horsepower plans in the future? So you heard it here. Once again, if you've noticed anything that's been in common with our guests on this show, one, they've talked about a budget. Two, they've talked about sticking within your budget. Three, just talked about knowing your build and building it for now and for if you have future capabilities. You guys, you got to pay for what you want, man. You can't go through it without getting to it. You feel what I'm saying? In order to get to it, you got to go through it. Then that's what you're getting over here on Gears in the Rear. And, again, we bring you something hot. This is the transmission guy. This is what we're doing. You feel me? Is there anything else you want to give us, some some tips about the tranny 
how often we need to change the fluid when we own it and we're driving like that. Some of my guys like to do that speed and they like to, you know, burn rubber at every light. Is there any other little small tips you want to drop down for us? So, uh, yeah, let's just talk about TH400 and 4L80 stuff because that's, that's really all I do. Gotcha. Um, to keep them alive, there's some very simple things. Um, if you go to the track and you need to heat up your tires and you're doing a burnout, you need to do a one, two, three burnout. You, you can't stop your burnout in second gear. And there's some mechanical pieces inside that are rotating at really high speed. And if you stop your burnout in second gear, that stuff goes to a halt really fast. And that it'll it'll damage, you know, there's some one-way roller clutches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that'll, that'll cause damage. So with both of these transmissions, you got to do a one, two, three burnout. And with the 4L80E especially, you have to pull it down into D3. Say you're letting it auto shift and you're doing a burnout, you got to pull it down into D3. You can't have it in the overdrive range. There's. Oh, did y'all hear that? Hold on for a second. Pause for the calls. He dropped you another one. All my drivers out there, some of y'all been telling me drop it into the O and not to the D3. Talk to me now. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I thought that was very key that they get yeah. this because some of the people who are out here fucking up our transmissions are just telling <laughs> us how to burn it out wrong. Give them yeah. some more. Give them a little bit more. So, yeah, if you have a 4L60E, that's a totally different transmission okay. with different hydraulics and vastly different uh, me- mechanicals inside. That transmission, you got to be in D4. Gotcha. A 4L80E, you got to be in D3. They basically took a TH400 and just jammed an overdrive planetary on the front of the transmission. Yes. And to get into fourth gear, it has to overdrive the whole transmission. Talk to me. Now, it has a one-way roller clutch in it, and it's maybe about the size of this coffee cup. It's three inches in diameter, and it'll hold a lot of power by itself, but if you back it up with another small selection of overrun clutches, it basically turns the transmission into a TH400. It locks that whole input mm. and overdrive assembly together, mm. and everything is nice and strong again. So if you have a 4L80E and you want to do a, you know, you got a turbo car or something and you want to do a 75-mile-per-hour freeway speed rolling burnout, drop it down into three, please, because mm. I think I pull those overruns out, and they're looking real crispy sometimes, guys. Ooh, and you wonder why your transmission is toe up after you just got it done, and you want to blame the transmission, man. When you didn't know how to put it in what gear, nor do why you're burning out when you're doing what you're doing. You know, stop blaming these other people when you got to know what you're doing for yourself. Like I said, man, this is gears in the rear. You can't get it no other way. This is that new stuff that y'all been wanting. I'm bringing it to you, and we're going to have it live and direct. So keep staying tuned. Keep tuning in. We got my man Doug here, man, once again. And, uh, and I'm going to have him hear his platform out one more time. But once again, you can find me on all your major live streams, all your platform streams. You can get me on IG at Gears in the Rear. You can definitely check me out on YouTube. Episodes are dropping every Tuesday. We coming. I don't know who's scared and why you're scared, but who's next? Who won't get up here and talk their shit, pop their collar with gears in the rear, talk about your build, tell me where you're at. We don't disrespect nobody and what they're doing. We're trying to bring that car culture back here in North and Northeast Portland. 
here on the, on, the, on the West Coast. Cali got it popping every day. We know they sunshine every day. We only got a small window. We got 68 days that we can play. You know what I'm saying? And then we get to pop out every now and then. So it's very crucial. But we're looking to it from your boys. One other tip before we get out of here, big fella. What you got for me? Man, I, I don't know if I have a whole lot of transmission tips, but I will say we're going through some stuff in this country right now, and I just want to encourage everybody to be cool to their coworkers, be cool to your friends, bring people in, lean into it, you know. Look for the look for the common ground, please. Don't look for the differences that you guys have. Absolutely. Absolutely. My man is telling you about this piece. We're talking about peace right now. I'm glad he brought that up. You know what I'm saying? On Gears in the Rear, there's no topic that we won't touch. We know we're here for cars, but we'll touch whatever we need to touch as we keep growing. As we get better, we got to do better. We got to lean on each other because there's something we don't know that somebody else might know. Again, this is Gears in the Rear. Thank you for coming out, my man, Doug. Shoot it out one more time. You got one more time. Shoot out your uh, Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah, Little Victory Fabco. Uh, it's my Instagram handle, and same on YouTube. Uh, if you're really, really into doing your own transmission stuff, I also have a Patreon, five bucks a month, and it I basically walk you through how to build your own transmissions and do all sorts of extra stuff to keep them alive at 1,000-plus horsepower. Come on now. He's talking about that next-level stuff that we're going to be bringing y'all this summer where we're going to have some transmission shops. We're going to have some classes that we're going to walk through, and it's going to be led by no other truly than your man Doug. We got plans in future, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for showing up on this Gears in the Rear. We're going to get out of here one last time, man. Give Doug his big applause for what he do. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you, baby. That sums it up. Gears in the rear. Love. Please.